Hello, friend. Welcome to the Culture West Show with David Fernandez, episode number 15. Hello everyone, good morning, Dave Fernandez here. Hope you're well. Today, I wanna to share a concept with you that is how to change anything, no matter how bad it is, okay? Any situation, any environment, any relationship, any habit, you know, any trouble, any problem that you're having, okay, that you want to change, how to change that no matter how bad it is or it seems to be right now, I'm gonna share with you this concept and how it works and how it's worked out in my life and uh, in other people's lives. And the reason why I wanna share this with you is because we all have one, two, or three things that we would like them to disappear, right? Like, go away. We don't wanna deal with this stuff ever again in our lives. And, uh, you know, whatever that is for you, it's, you know, for you to decide. We have usually the hardest time changing the situations because they're so emotionally charged and uh, it requires discomfort. It requires actions and you know decisions that we may not be ready to make. And because of that, you know, we're having a hard time changing this the situations, right? Or the, the environment, the relationship, the, the problem or whatever. I'm gonna share with you how this process works. So you understand it better. And once you understand that you're go going to be able to make any change you want, okay? Many years ago, I'll, I'll give you an example on my life in order to illustrate uh, uh, this concept. Many years ago, uh, I used to be a smoker and I smoked for many, many years um, since my teenage years, my early 20s, uh, I mean my 20s and my early 30s. And then I stopped about 10 years ago this year, actually, it'll be my 10th anniversary in, uh, in like two months since I've smoked any cigarettes. And I remember even during those years, I remember wanting to quit, like I wanted to quit. But, you know, you're young, uh, you party a lot, you go out a lot, right? You're single, you're in an environment that maybe other people are smoking or whatnot. Sometimes in, during stressful situations, you tend to smoke a little bit more. So whatever, it, many things were contributing to the fact that I couldn't like actually, you know, make myself quit. And I remember uh, early my 30s, I started listening to some uh, audio tapes by, um, uh, or CDs, I think they were, Tony Robbins. And he used to talk about change, right? And how change worked. And one thing that stuck with me was that he said, change happens in one second. All change, no matter where you're coming from and where you're going to, it happens in one second, okay? Every change. What takes time is getting yourself to the point of making that one decision that is gonna, you know, change everything for you, right? And that concept stuck with me. I didn't understand it at first because it was all very new to me. Uh, all this like uh, self-awareness, your mindset and your beliefs and all these things. It was all very new to me. But when I, uh, when I heard this concept, for some reason, you know, I, I was never able to forget it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you know, change takes a lot of time, right? That, that was my, <laughs> my ignorance at the time. Like take, 
change takes a lot of time. Like I've been trying to quit smoking for years and I, I try and, you know, maybe I'll hold it for like a month and then I go back and then, you know, another six months go by until, you know, and then I started seeing that pattern. Six months go by. Well, so what happened during those six months until I try again? Well, it was me working up towards making the decision to quit. So then I saw the pattern like, okay, six months go by. I prep myself, uh, you know, to make the decision. Then I say a Monday I do it and then Monday comes and then the change happened overnight. Like the night before I was smoking, the next day I wasn't. And I was like, okay, great. But now I keep reverting, right? Okay, so I, I can do it for like two weeks and then go back or do it for a month or two months and then go back. One time I did it for two years and then went back. So what was creating me reverting back to, to the situation that I, I didn't want? It was because I hadn't completely changed my identity around smoking. So once I was able to ask myself the question, okay, how do I want my life to be with smoking or without smoking, right? Like I had to literally confront this question. I want my life to be without smoking. And I see myself doing the same things I'm doing now without smoking. And I see myself going to a bar or having fun with friends without smoking. And I see myself drinking beer or drinking whatever without smoking. I see myself getting in my car and driving somewhere without smoking. So that's how I want my life to be. So I saw my outcome and I was committed to creating this outcome. Like, I really want my life to be smoke-free. That is what I want. That's what I truly want. Once I created this picture, I was able to transform my identity around smoking. I saw my life without smoking, right? I'm a smoker today, but I want to be a non-smoker. I truly want that to be my life. So I made a change in my identity and the outcome. I was very clear as to what I wanted to create. Once I did that, now it was a matter of making the decision. Like, okay, when is this going to happen, right? And what is it going to take, okay? Deciding takes understanding of what the change is going to entail. And what I mean by this is the type and amount of discomfort that you're going to go through in order to make this change. Remember, your brain wants you to stay in your comfort zone. Even if you're creating things that you don't want, that you're, they're not beneficial for you, they're not healthy for you, it doesn't matter. That's what your mind knows. That's what your identity is based on. So it must be created the way you see it in your head, even if it's at a subconscious level. This is what we know. This is what we have created. And going outside this could mean risk. And risk could be painful. And we don't want to be in pain. Risk could also mean death. And we don't want to die. So as far as your brain is concerned, it needs to keep you within your comfort zone, even if it's not the most beneficial thing for you to do so, it knows what's within the comfort zone and it knows the pain inside the comfort zone, it knows the, the frustrations and the stress and the, all this stuff, it's known to the brain and it knows it's not gonna kill you and that you can handle it. And that's why it keeps you in there, even though, you know, consciously you could say, well, that situation would be way more beneficial for me. You know, how is it that my brain cannot see it? Because it has not experienced it. That is the problem. Your brain has never been on the other side of the comfort zone to experience it for itself and to start, you know, creating memories and events and things that 
it can start uh, you know, cataloging, if you will, to know and understand that these situations are not going to be detrimental to you in any shape, way, or form. Once you make the decision, the decision needs to be part of understanding what it's going to take, what type of discomfort you're going to put yourself through in order to get to the other side, all right? So you bring all this stuff to the conscious mind and you look at it for what it is. So I knew that quitting smoking, it was going to be super uncomfortable for like a month, maybe more, okay? That means every day, you know, anxiety, every day, discomfort constantly, you know, discomfort, like wanting to smoke, you know, the, the frustration that I can't do it because it's bad for me and I'm trying to create a new life and, and all these different things. So it was going to take me going through all this discomfort, you know, to get away from smoking. So when I made the decision, I was clear about what it took to do it. Once I was clear about the outcome, once I made the decision and understood what had to happen, then it was time to do it. The very next day, the change was made. Like I wasn't a smoker anymore, right? I smoked yesterday, but today is the starting of my new life. Now, because I have this clear vision of what I want my life to be like, then I need to act accordingly and I need to be mindful of what I do. So if before I would get in the car and as soon as I started the car, automatically I would light up a cigarette, then my mindfulness was, Okay, I need to create some of the thing to replace this. So why would it be? Well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put some music in the car and I'm going to find a, a cool song. So it would give me something to do in that moment in my car because now that's what I wanted. I wanted to be in my car listening to music without smoking, right? So I created the situation for me to do it. So all these things, little by little, I was able to start creating like new things to replace the smoking habit. But also there were situations that I could not change. There were moments that, you know, you go out to a bar and everybody's smoking, right? You cannot ask everybody to not smoke in front of you or whatever. And I had to be okay with the discomfort, okay? And the discomfort was like, everybody's smoking around me. I want a cigarette so bad, but I'm not going to do it because I have a clear vision of what I want my life to be. And that uh, vision says you have to be able to be at a bar and comfortable with all this smoking around you and that's it you know that that's what it's going to take and because now i was starting to create this identity in me that i am not a smoker anymore that's it i, I am not i don't do that no more then you know all these changes started getting easier and easier and easier but again the change happened overnight first of all all it took was clear vision of what you want to create and making the decision and understanding what it's going to take for you to do it I want to give you another example because um, <laughs> we all have different situations. Right? I'm, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm going through different ideas and, and things. One of them uh, for me is chocolate. I love chocolate. I have chocolate every day. And, you know, it's something that I know is not good for me. And, uh, you know, it's not going to kill me. But I would like to change that a little bit. So right now I'm creating this new identity where I am going to create a new life not completely without chocolate, but not a daily habit, all right? I don't want this to be a daily habit for me. So what does it take? Well, I see my life just having chocolate, you know, every now and then, like on the weekends or whatever, right? 
I see myself also doing other things like eating better, which I'm already doing and exercising, which I'm already doing. So I see all these things and I want the chocolate to not interfere with a new vision of my life, right? I know that not having the chocolate is going to create discomfort. Same with like not having the cigarette was going to create discomfort. So just like any other situation, there's going to be something. And that is that something that you try to avoid. That something is the discomfort. Always. That's the only barrier that is really, really holding us back from doing something different in our lives. Okay. Once you're able to understand what this discomfort is and what triggers it and how is it going to work and how long you're going to, because it's usually temporary, right? It's, it's doesn't last forever. Even, you know, the cigarette cravings, you know, after 50 minutes or whatever, it kind of would go away for a little bit. And then you would re be reminded of it again. Like, okay, let me get a cigarette. Or you would be triggered by a situation or seeing somebody else smoking or whatever. And every single one of those things, it took going through that discomfort. The discomfort was seeing the other person, the trigger, seeing the other person smoking and me saying, no, thank you. I don't want to smoke or I don't smoke or you know, I don't do that anymore or whatever. Same with the chocolate. You know, not having the chocolate is going to be uncomfortable because having the chocolate is comfortable. It feels good. Ah, oh, it gives me that, oh, I love this chocolate and that feeling of, you know, the sweetness and all these things, right? But again, not having the chocolate is going to be the discomfort. Once I understand that, coupled with my new vision of my healthy life without not just chocolate, but, you know, all the other sweets and stuff that we tend to have just out of either habit or mindlessness or whatever, or just anxiety or stress, you just pop something in and you get a, an automatic like moment of happiness, right? Like I always say, it's a moment of happiness. I just pop in this chocolate in and you can get that many times a day. So that's why your, your mind wants it. Your mind doesn't want you to get over the comfort zone and do something different. You know, it wants you to stay in that comfort zone because it knows that every time you pop in a chocolate, you get a little moment of joy. Whereas in the other case, what you're going to get is discomfort, right? So add it to all the other discomfort that you're trying to avoid by having the chocolate. Anyway, so once you have this vision of your life and you understand what's going to take, you have made the decision to make the change. You have this new identity. Now it's all a matter of acting accordingly. And I'll tell you this, one of the things that have helped me the most to stay in the right path whenever I've made changes in my life, certain decisions or certain things, it's just constantly reminding me of the fact that I have this vision and it's not just a decision that I made. I really want this to happen. Like I, I am literally at a point where I'm fed up with what I've been doing, that is the feeling that allows you to keep going enough. You know, I don't want this cigarette. I don't, I really don't. I mean, my body's saying, please have it, please have it, please have it. But the reality is that when I go back to my vision, I'm like, okay, so I have it and I'm back to where I don't want to be. So reminding myself of the fact that I don't want to be here. And so I start linking literally pain to doing the activity that I'm trying to change. That's another thing that happens throughout this process. You start linking pain to the stuff that you don't want and pleasure to the things that you want to change, okay? Now, a day goes by and you haven't smoked or done something that you wanna change. Two days, three days, and then you start seeing and reinforcing the pleasure of not having done this, 
you know? And every time that you get triggered, you just remind yourself of your vision and your decision and why you made the decision. The process, again, I'm just gonna summarize it real quick, is understand your vision. How do you want things to be going forward? Number one, you say, no more, I don't want this in my life anymore. This is what I want, this is what I wanna create. And I see myself totally doing that. Number two, I need to make a decision. When am I I'm gonna do this, okay? Next week, next month, whatever. Set a date for the change and stick to it, right? It has to happen. Now, the next question is, what is it gonna take? Okay, once I make that decision and I put myself through this, what is it gonna take for me to pull this off? The discomfort, define it. What type of discomfort? Where am I gonna feel it? Where do I usually feel it? It could be a relationship. It could be a weight problem. It could be so many different things, right? You could use a relationship as, as an example. The discomfort is that now you're gonna be alone. Now you're not, gonna, you're not gonna have anybody to call or go out with or you know watch a movie with. That is what's gonna take. It's gonna take that I go through this discomfort, that I'm depressed for like three weeks, that I'm gonna have to go to the store by myself, I'm gonna have to whatever, right? Once you understand the discomfort, now you know what you're gonna go through and it makes it a lot easier, okay? Now it's a matter of hitting your deadline, making the change, it happens overnight, right? You just stop doing something, you break up with somebody or you stop overeating or you start exercises or you stop smoking, whatever that is, that happens on a set date and then from then on, you start acting accordingly to your vision, you keep reminding yourself the whys you're doing it, right? Because you're fed up and you start linking pain to going back to where you were and linking pleasure to continuing on the path that you want. And that's pretty much it. Remember, this is the key. When you have the chocolate, you're avoiding the feeling. You're avoiding the discomfort. When you don't have the chocolate, you're triggering the discomfort. But the discomfort is what's gonna lead you to the outcome that you want, whatever that is, all right? So I hope this was helpful to you. It was certainly helpful to me when I learned this and I finally put all these pieces together. I just wanted to share this with you. It's key to understand these concepts and to understand your own mind and why you haven't uh, been able to make the changes that you have wanted to make for the longest time. And now you have the tools, you have the process, you have a framework for you to get through this you know, very easily, whatever that is. So just put it to practice, my friend, and you'll see the change happen sooner than you think, all right? So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next one. If you've been considering becoming a life coach for some time and would like to have a little bit of confirmation that life coaching is really for you, here at the Coach Your Way School, we have created a proprietary life coach aptitude test that we offer to all of our community free of charge. And I would like to invite you to request yours today at lifecoachaptitudetest.com. Just go to lifecoachaptitudetest.com, enter your name and email, and we'll send you one right away. Till next time, I wish you all the best, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Ciao.